Hello and welcome to 84 of the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran. I am Ted Jones and alongside Peter Moran. Peter Moran, what's up, dude? We are back in studio. We are back. I am fired up. Um, So you notice over here, I left a little bit of a coffee for you. Yeah. That was not the most generous of my gestures, I must say, because I thought that that was going to be free, and then I found out I didn't have the little (laughs) reward anymore, but I still paid for it. And you know what? I hope you're enjoying that. It's a good coffee, but I have to say there's some organic soy milk that you strategically place next to it? Yes, I put the soy milk directly next to you. I know that you've never tried plant milk, Mm -hmm. correct? That is correct. I wanted, I wanted to know if you were going to potentially experiment with this soy milk in that coffee. Would you try it? Wait, let me ask you this real quick. Sure. Does, does oat milk qualify? I don't know what the deal is on oat milk. Yeah. You know what? I would say that like oats are not a plant itself, yeah. but I think that I think that is considered a plant milk. I've had, I've had false milk before. Okay, yes. Um, bad experience with, with oat milk. Almond milk was all right. Almond is that a plant? Because that's you know. Well, let let's run that back really quick. Can you tell me what happened with oat milk that you had a bad experience with? I just I just ordered a coffee, said toss some oat milk in there, and uh, didn't finish the coffee. Didn't enjoy it. I don't know. It was significant. It really was. I was like, I'm gonna try because I like oats. I thought it was gonna be good. I like <laughs> Quaker oatmeal squares <laughs> with the cinnamon, uh-huh. but I, I thought it was gonna be solid, and it like it like harshly affected it. I don't know. Isn't it acquired taste? Did it take yeah, you a while? Yeah, maybe. But there's maybe also too much oat milk in there. Okay, is that possible? It is possible. I didn't watch them pour. It was actually it was delivered. Do you ever get coffee delivered. Uber Eats? To I your door? I've gotten Uber co- yes coffee Uber Eats before. <laughs> yes, for sure. But like. I get that I get black coffee, so like black okay. coffee travels relatively well, especially when you're asking for light ice. You know what I mean? It kind of just sits there ish. Maybe it gets a little warm, but especially as a nice put coffee in the refrigerator. Guy. Yeah, yeah. So, are you gonna put that soy milk in your coffee, or are you not? I'm gonna drink about half of this, and then I'm gonna drop some in so that you're I gonna get the try full. some. Exactly. All I don't. Right, I don't want to spoil it too early if it doesn't go well for me. But I, I have more. Right. I have more confidence in the soy milk than I did in the oat. Okay. Also, the stats on that West soy, by the way, crazy. Like nine grams of protein for like a little bit, a little that's, drop. It's a lot of gar- right? It's a lot of grams. Yeah, dude. You pumped today? I'm pumped, dude. I mean, no, no, no. Did you pump like oh. iron today? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. I didn't do oh. that. But most okay. days I have been lately. I've been on top nice. of it. I've been on top of it. Good for you. Kind of chilling this weekend. Not gonna lie. Okay. Well, I mean. Soy milk, I would say, in general, would be a good post-workout in your coffee mm-hmm. situation. But, you know, I'm the a black coffee drinker, coffee. so I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're an early post- morning gym guy. Sure, that's why. That's why sure, yeah. yes. Do you do post-workout coffees or no? Not like an intentional, I just worked out, got to get my coffee. Right, but right. but I'm just drinking enough coffee that pre and post, there's probably some in my system. Probably clutching uh. coffee <laughs> in most moments. Right. Interesting. Well, dude, back in studio, episode 84. I said this at the beginning of the podcast. Pretty clear to you and I because we are both back in studio. Exactly. Uh, Peter, so we are in New York City. Not a lot has changed within the past two weeks, I'd say, here. Uh, Pretty quiet, but I hate to say that I love the city right now. Yeah. In terms of like, well, I mean, obviously, it's great to love New York City, as always. I've been here my entire life. Who doesn't? Except for the first six weeks, because you know I was born That's in true. New Brunswick. Yeah, Jersey. Jersey boy. Yes, six weeks of my life <laughs> there. But um, it's it's a lot nicer when it's a lot a lot quieter. Now, I know I can't speak for restaurant owners and people <laughs> who own businesses in the city. Uh, they're probably not as fired up as uh, I am, but I like the quietness. I did, I did go get a drink at a restaurant the other day, last night. 
Uh, <laughs> it was it was one of the few places where it's like it's actually outdoors, just like a space theater. It's not like outdoors, but really it's just an indoor outdoor situation with like those clubhouses. Right. Yeah. So so I went there and. I mean, it was Saturday night. It was probably like 32 degrees. I lasted maybe an hour before I was like, this this sucks now. Like, I, I it, it was cool that I had that option. I could go do that. And the place was like, I don't want to say popping because everything's social distance and whatnot. But, like, there were some people out there doing things. And uh, and it was cool to have that option. But, yeah, I had an hour in me before. I was like, this is just miserable. You know, it sounds like a little bit of a tourist activity, man. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, New York City dining outside in the yeah. bubble. It's going to be so fun. And mm. then meanwhile, you're all bundled up. You can't take off that jacket. The no. scarf is not working. The heater, the space heater that's five feet away from you is not pumping enough heat. Nah. It's tough. Yeah, the space heater makes a big difference, but not enough. Not when it's 30-some degrees. It's like I'm out there. I'm, I'm drinking, you know, a cold beverage, too. That's not helping me. I'm not a hot toddy guy. I can't really live that life. So, yeah, it doesn't doesn't let us long. It's good. Like, we need something, right? It's nice we have that. The restaurants need something. We got that. But, but yeah, dude, our maximum on that time. Yeah. Though I mean, there are definitely a ton of restaurants that are struggling, but there are, it feels like there are some that are not. Like, for example, I went to uh, Brooklyn Bagel this morning. You ever hear of yeah, Brooklyn Bagel? I'm familiar. Um, so this is not an ad, but it's a very good bagel. I would recommend this okay. bagel. I myself have a pretty confusing bagel order now that I'm vegan. I get, okay, so I get the whole wheat, everything bagel, toasted, scooped out on both sides with tofu, scallion, cream wow. cheese. And dude, this is a lot to remember, especially when you're like slightly blazed. That's you know, a took lot. Like that <laughs> mo- morning puff, I was like, all right, I hope I get this right. Yeah, that's a lot. That uh, If you're scooping out the bagel, you're basically, it's basically just a cream cheese vessel. Yes. Now, when I, I, I find that when you ask them to scoop out the bagel, they put, far less cream cheese, which I don't mind because when you get a bagel, just yeah. in general, it feels like they just slather on a quarter pound of it's that cream crazy, cheese. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy the amount of cream cheese they'll dump on a bagel. You just get, I'm I'm a, usually like a sesame toasted cream cheese. Maybe I'll go everything, whatever. I have some range. Okay. But you toss me, you toast that sesame and you bury it in cream cheese. It's crazy. It's a bucket on there. Yeah. I'm confused as to why there's such a like lackadaisical kind of just slather on the cream cheese. This doesn't really happen in, in, on any other food. What I would like to I'm see wrong. is Chipotle kind of take a note and they start throwing <laughs> on like some heavy meats. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the guacamole too. That's They're what like I'm four saying. Four scoops of guacamole for the price of one little scoop. The, the cost of the bagel is in the cream cheese. Oh, more than 50%. <laughs> That's what it is. And the cost of the burrito is in the meat and they're tossing on very precious amounts of meat right. as opposed to at the bagel joint. It's just like, all right, take out, take all our cream cheese, knock yourself out. And now you talk about Chipotle, but I feel like Chipotle with their food, they're pretty, they're pretty liberal. Are they not? Like when you think about takeout lunch, mm-hmm. I'd say Chipotle really gives you, gives you a good amount of it's food. N- no? It's not terrible. It's not terrible, but okay. there are better places, better Burrito bang for your buck, but it also depends, you know, who's tossing the meat on any uh, given right. day. Which place are you going to? Are they hooking it up? Do they kind of think you're an asshole? Well, can you tell me which place is better than Chipotle? Just like out of my curiosity, because like I'll go to a Dos Toros, get yeah. the impossible meat, but I'm like, all right, this is this is I. Dos Toros is not doing better. Uh, yeah, they're they're not better than Chipotle in that regard. Qdoba, not really a New York City option. Interesting. Um, they'll slather it on Moe's. I don't, I don't know dude, if people yeah, know about are, Moe's. These are like suburban pro. Yeah. Was, dude, there was a Moe's downstairs from where I lived at Yukon, and no joke, I'd go there sometimes twice a day. Welcome to Moe's. Oh, that well, guy? Yeah. Y- the fat burritos. You want to tell me 
at Olive Garden, when you're here, your family, it most of they welcome you every single time you yeah. come. There. I don't want to hear your your slogan. Show us with your actions. Moe's welcomes you. Wait, what does Olive Garden do? Olive Garden says, when you're here, your family. Uh, but they, they don't say treat- that out loud. Mm, that's no, that's just their slogan. That's just their slogan. It's like, no, we're not. We're just at a restaurant. We're not family. You don't know me like that. Most kind of acts like they do. Actions speak louder than words. I agree. Every single time that door, it goes ding, ding, ding. Welcome to most. And the whole staff has to do it, apparently. Yeah, they they do it. They get enthusiastic. And then you see like the one guy, and they're like, oh, welcome to most. <laughs> yeah, the one guy, he wasn't paying attention. He was like working on the chips in the back. Yeah, like, they do give you chips and guac and mo's, though. They toss is you the chips. F- the chips are free. The, the guac is extra. Guac is extra. That's see, should Chipotle take a note? I don't know. Chipotle's doing just fine. I don't think they need to take any notes from Moe's, besides the fact the welcoming is nice. And also, like, you can't get a ground beef. That's kind of crazy that you can't just get your standard ground beef, like the kind I would make in my at kitchen. Chipotle? Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Oh. You don't get normal ground beef at Chipotle. That's weird. You're a burrito joint. Like, I know it's the basic one, and they got all their cool stuff like Vebracoa, but... We should have that option. So, no hate on Chipotle. I tried to eat there 100 days straight one time. Died on day 33. Wait, 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 wait. What? I, it was it was spring of 2018. I said, I'm going to need... I, I often ate my lunch at Chipotle. So, I said, for the next 100 work days, I'm going to get my lunch at Chipotle. This is when you were in New York? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, this was the, you know, like Water Street, like across from Wall. And I would go there every day for lunch. They didn't even memorize my order until like day 20 something. And be like, and it's a very simple order. I'm tossing like rice and barbacoa and cheese. That's it. And I would, I would tweet the receipt every single day. I'd be like, day eight, not so great. Day nine, feeling fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever rhymes. And, and Chipotle, they have to respond. I think like that's their like stance on social media. So someone would be like, sounds great, Peter. Hope you enjoyed it. Becky or whoever was right. managing the account for that day. So we had a good vibe going, but then I started to lose. I was like, can I get a free burrito? I think I got one free burrito one time after like day 30 or something. I was oh. like, you guys got to be giving me more. I want a sponsorship. I want people to like really get on board with this. Then I saw some dude had done for like 460 days, got oh no love. And I was just like, right. you know what? I'm full. I'm gaining weight that I don't want to gain, which never happens for me. And I was just like, all right, you know what? Those Doros for the next 60. Ah, uh, wait. So like what, what drove you, what like drive, how do I even say that? What drove you to do that? I, there had to just be a hole in my existence at that point. I had nothing going on. I was like, this will be fun. Hey, this is also this when is you something. were working those long ass hours too. Exactly. So you exactly like needed something happening. exciting for lunch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just tweet out the receipt. One of my like coworker buddy drinking buddies, uh, she like took all my receipts and like dug through them to see <laughs> if she could like get rewards off it or whatever. Like we got people on board with it. It was a movement and, and people knew me as the very Chipotle guy. But that was the other thing. I was like, do I not have enough of a personality to uh, ascend beyond the guy that always gets the burrito? So things did not go as well as I would have hoped after 30-some days, and, and I hung up the spikes, so to speak. So you just thought you'd get like keep getting free burritos every 10, bur- 10 burritos or something I like that? I thought I'd get some more recognition, some more love from Chipotle, like, some Peter, more love on Twitter. Peter, be in our next commercial. Right, right, right. That's or, what I'm or saying. retweet you or something. That's what I'm saying. Something like that. It wasn't even a lot of action on, on Twitter. I'd get, you know, six likes, right. and they'd respond, and it would do nothing. But now, dude, you get hundreds, sometimes even yeah. thousands of likes on your, on your little yeah. Twitter. Am I I've, correct? I've cracked a thousand a few times, but yes. normally if I get under a hundred, I'm you're I'm disappointed. You're, I'm usually you're de- like you're deleting the tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pretty much delete under a hundred unless it's like m- multimedia or 
Don't be like don't that. be so humble, man. So how is that coffee treating you? The How's coffee's that black good. Coffee the coffee's good. You? Peter, uh, I've never seen anyone here in the studio drink as many drinks as you've got. How many do you have set up? <laughs> Including the wet the bottle of West Soy Soy Milk, you have five beverages right there. It's a lot going on. But me, why don't you shout them all out? What okay, you got there? Is that grapefruit? This is grapefruit juice. It's delicious. And I take back what I said about Dasani last time. It actually I saw this wow. this morning. I was so thirsty. I'm a little dehydrated. You know how it is Sunday morning. And I saw this and I was like, I remembered the conversation we had where I said Dasani over refreshing fruit beverage. Uh I tasted this and I take it back. This is delicious. It saved my life. So were you hungover this morning? Is that why this saved your life? Light, light hangover. I was out and about. I was living my life, sipping my coffee, but like thirstier than a normal day. Let's put it that way. And you think grapefruit juice helps your thirst? Just just hydrates you more so? so? Yeah, it, it mixes it up. It's very refreshing. Uh, like I had my water, I had my coffee to like get some energy going that dehydrates, but the grapefruit refreshed. So I got the grapefruit. I got just your standard water. I got my old coffee that is no longer, that was a latte from Starbucks, no longer any good. Very, very cold. Uh-huh. Very little left. I got the coffee you hooked up and then we got the soy milk that yeah. is going to potentially ruin that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, isn't it weird also how the coffee dehydrates you? Yeah. Like what's up with that? Everyone just loves that first sip. I'm telling you, when I wake up in the morning, there's sometimes when I'm jonesing for that first sip. Mm. I just need it and then as soon as I have it, I'm like, all right, I need a gallon of water. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get your water, get your caffeine. That's the that's the big difference for me. Get a or get like a dehumidifier, you won't wake up so dry. <laughs> that makes a difference, dude. It you does. Think? Yeah. Do you have one? No, but I used to sleep near one and it did change. And now you're just you just don't have one anymore. Yeah, no longer, no longer in possession. Um, but yeah, it w- it it did make a difference. I w- I woke up like a, a better man than I do now. Interesting. Uh, so I got to get my water up for sure. Interesting. I'll, I'm very excited for you to put some of that soy in that coffee. Okay, so quickly here to jump topics. This is an interesting one. I posted this on Ted Jones World on IG. Some of you definitely uh, follow me or follow Peter Moran at. I'm Peter Moran on Instagram. Uh, We've got a lot of funny stuff going on on both of those Instagrams, so I suggest you follow. Okay, dude. So I asked this question today on my Instagram. Does it matter who makes more, boyfriend or girlfriend? It does not. So, okay, you want to start off this conversation by saying it does not. Go ahead. It just doesn't. You get, like, as long as everyone's cool, it doesn't. The, yeah. So it doesn't matter. Okay, so I got a response from like three females and one male. The one male said that, yes, the man has to make more than the female. I don't know whether that was some like pride something or some alpha male talk. But I agree. I, I really as long as as long as the money is present, I don't really think it even makes a difference. Yeah. Like here's the thing. If I were like really upset with my income, it was really low and I was with a woman that was making more than me because I was making so little, I'd be like, shame on me. I'm hurting our collective income. Sure. But if you happen to just be making great income for yourself, awesome. As long as you're not like, on my case, like you got to be bringing more to the table. As long as it's cool with you making more than me that I don't have as much spending money. Maybe I can't make the same trips as you would want or whatever. If it's not like different brackets, more power to you. I want whoever I'm with to make as much, the more the merrier, you know? Right. But I think that I can understand maybe where the, the specific alpha male is coming from and being like, well, I want to be able to split everything with my girl. I want to be able to live in a certain type of apartment. And then when you guys are going out to dinner, you guys are 
uh, potentially splitting things. I think that yeah. it kind of matters what situation it, what kind of situation it um, you're in, and like where you guys are in your careers. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be stay like less making less money for the next fifty years than your significant other? But I don't I don't want to sound too controversial when I say this, but hell, I'll say it. You don't really see a significantly richer woman dating a poorer man. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or maybe you don't hear about it as, as much. Like, you don't really see um, a female making $2 million and then a guy making 50000 Am I right? If we're talking crazy money, yeah. You don't, that's not as popular seeming. But, I mean, there's also just the wage gap. There are a lot fewer women making that kind of money. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, in terms of, there is something to be said if there's a significant difference in how much money you're making, both, like, in the reasonable range where no one's, like, stupid rich, where maybe, yeah, you can't afford the same type of lifestyle. Sure. I don't think it matters if it's the dude or, or the woman um, who's making more in that scenario, as long as you're cool with the fact that, you know, this is the money we have between us. This is what both people, including the lower earner, are on board with. But pride aside, yeah, I have no issue. I, m- how happy I am with my income has nothing to do with how much the person I'm with makes. I hope they make as much as possible, again, as long as they're cool with my meager earnings. Now, would you feel weird or uncomfortable if um your partner's making let's even say 20 times what you're making you know on like one of your good years somebody's making like 20 times what you're making consistently if they were consistently making that much money then i i wouldn't feel emasculated but i would just be like you have to understand if you made 20 times what i'm making you have a completely different lifestyle available <laughs> to you right? and i would love to participate i would love to do whatever but like i would feel I would need to be a hundred percent. I wouldn't accept everything from them unless we were like very close, like married or like very serious living together relationship and we're committed. Like then if you want to cover my trip, I would consider our income effectively pooled or whatever. But like early on, you're like, yeah, let's just pop over to Paris. I'm like, I'm not really comfortable. You just doing all this for me because I feel like a leech. So that is something that would come up. Not again, not about like being emasculated about how much I made just, I would have to really feel that they had no issue paying for me. And I would pay what I could, but again, 20 times, it's relatively way smaller. So this happened to me, uh, I guess, on two separate occasions when I was dating female, or not like dating, but like seeing a girl for an extended period of time when they made a lot more money than me. The first one was like this female tennis player girl who just out of the water like makes way more than I've, than I've ever made in my life. Mm-hmm. and had, like, an apartment, was traveling all over the place, and any time we really did anything together, we'd split it. But it was never it never got to the point where it was, like, out of control, where she was like, oh, like, let's go on a private yacht. Um, you know, it's 200000 for yeah. the week. <laughs> Will you split it with me? <laughs> or we're going to Paris for 10 nights, and the suite is uh, $2,000 a night. It never really got to right. that point, but I imagine if we became more serious, like this was the leap that she was trying to take. Like, this is my lifestyle. This is what I want to do now. But when it was like, okay, we're splitting expensive dinners. Like that was cool. Or maybe like once in a while I'd cover dinner. That was cool. But I think it always kind of like stuck around me. Like, wow, like this girl makes so much more money than me. Or like she came here one time and she was like, oh, like I live here. This is so nice. I'm like, girl, like what? You don't need to say that. You (laughs) don't need to say that. And also, mind you, she was the only girl that had ever said that about this apartment. I will. uh, This is nice. I would be proud to show this No, the studio is great. Of course. This is a good spot. I'm embarrassed when, not (laughs) not like embarrassed, embarrassed, but like I'm a little bit self-conscious. I live in a tiny apartment and like it's 
it's like a little bit of a dingy walk up and I'm definitely, you know, I know if I'm with someone my age, like I know they're probably making around the same money. They're probably uh-huh. doing the same thing. It's Manhattan, yeah. tiny spot, but like, I'm not proud of my place. I think I kind of got screwed when I rented it, by the way. I just got like a bad apartment, bad bang for my buck, square footage. Um, but yeah, that, I, I saw, I was, I was seeing a woman for a little while. She was several years older and okay. she was making around three times what I was making, but Damn. we pretty much, but it was like three times. We both were in like kind of the uh, same realm, right? You know, like, like maybe her apartment's nicer. She doesn't have a roommate. Exactly. Nicer apartment, no roommate, easier to do things that she wanted to do, take a trip, but not, but she wasn't living like a crazy lifestyle. I can just do whatever I want and not stupid money like that. She was just more comfortable than I was, but we pretty much split stuff down the middle and I was very comfortable with that. We didn't do the same stuff we would maybe do if I made as much as she did, uh-huh. but I didn't really limit her in the things that we would do. You yeah. know, like if I want to get a dinner, go to a concert, or whatever, like it was chill. We can do that. Split it. Right. I, I, f- I feel kind of the same way. And like the other girl, I guess, who I was seeing probably made around the same amount more than me, like three times more. So she just lived in like a cooler spot in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. bigger apartment. We can kind of split the same things, but I think it starts to make a difference maybe when like, if your significant other wants to go to a foreign country and like wants to sit first class, wants to stay in the nicest hotels, the dinner may the dinners maybe are fine, but like mm-hmm. when you have to shell out a lot of money per night, I think that's when it becomes pretty apparent. The other thing is people just treat money very differently from person to person. True. And you might be comfortable spending like 300 bucks on a dinner one night and someone making exactly what you make would just never live that lifestyle. It totally differs. And that can, I mean, the number one reason for divorce is money is what I've heard. So, but usually arguing on how to spend it, not having enough is going to cause stress, that sort of thing. So is that what you mean by like, that's the number one cause for divorce? Like not be, not being on the same page about. Yeah. Disagreements over finances. I heard that a couple of years ago. I I believe that it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it can be, it can be an issue. I don't, again, in terms of like a woman making more money, sweet, whatever. I'm totally on board with that. I just need whoever I'm with to be comfortable, um, living the lifestyle that I can afford to live and coming into my place and not being like, this is disgusting. I agree. <laughs> so I guess I've never been in a situation where I have felt super uncomfortable just because like I've gotten to the, to the base of it where like, oh, okay, I can split this. Like, oh, it's annoying. Maybe like, yeah. well, I'll split it with you. And then, you know, we'll move on from there. But I think, like, I don't know. Maybe I would feel feel more pressure once, like, the birthdays came around, once the anniversaries came around. But, like, once we got married, I think, like, then I'd just be super comfortable with, like, whatever. Like, oh, like, now our money is pooled, theoretically. Yeah. Like, oh, if we're going to do this, like, eh, like, this is fine. I don't, I, you know, I don't, f- I don't fully know. I, I don't really know how I would feel. Yeah. I mean, again, it comes down to the situation. You're like, yeah, they're actually comfortable. I remember this wasn't a date, but it was like maybe six or seven of us. We go out for drinks and it was comics. And a topic of conversation because this one woman had been talking about it on stage was how stupid, filthy rich she was. We're talking money is no object. Nine <laughs> figures in the <laughs> she's bank a, account. She's a comedian? Yeah, she's a comedian. Uh-huh. And uh, we were, you know, like... We're going, it was just a topic. We were kind of teasing for it. Like stupid money, stupid money, family money doesn't need to work, you know, like legitimately money is no object type of lifestyle. does whatever they want. We went to her her home once and enormous, like, like stupid. Nice. This is in LA or New York? This, This was in New York. Okay. And we go out for drinks. The tab is probably like 80 bucks a person, like a normal 
20 something um, person would spend on a night at, at drinks and yes. like a couple appetizers. It's going to be a big bill. She's like, I'm going to get this. And it's like, yeah, we did. It, it's probably like seven people. It's probably like a $500 bill. We would yeah. all Venmo her like 80 bucks. But we just realized and confirmed and talked about it. The fact that like that is nothing. That is three cents to me what that 500 bucks is to her. And I, we don't want to be like, all right, well, now you pay for everything we ever do. This is so weird. Yeah. But also if the person who just revealed nine figure net worth offers to pick up the $500 tab. Wait, like, you mean it feels like $3 to her? I mean, three cents to her or whatever. Yeah, it is. exactly. Exactly. It's like like it. you don't even check your bank account. It means nothing. Yeah. Uh, so... That was an interesting situation. I don't know how I would handle like if I were dating someone like that. Like, oh, like it, don't worry, babe, I got it. Don't worry, babe, I got it. Right, like it's nice if I were like, yeah, I'm gonna cover dinner, but it literally means nothing to them. Like the money is no object mm-hmm. type of money. I don't know. That's that's a different lifestyle because I'm a logical person. I'd be like, I know it's sweet to be like, I'm gonna go out of my way and like cough up this two hundred dollars for this nice dinner, but I know you can do that, and it would. And it just wouldn't affect your life at all. Money is a weird thing. Well, dude, good thing <laughs> our wealth is on the horizon, bro. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have to worry about that right now. Uh, but crazy topic. Let us know what you guys think about that. Um, is it cool for your significant other to be making a lot more money than you? doesn't matter. Is it your boyfriend? Is it your girlfriend, your husband mm-hmm. or wife? We are very curious. So, Peter, since we don't have a um, listener email this week, do we? Oh, we do. Oh, we do. We okay, one. okay, okay. But before we get to that email, are you going to put some of that soy milk? We're going to put some soy milk in here. Great, great, great. This is happening live, fully broadcasted here on episode 84. Peter is putting a, what is it? I guess it's going to be, you have to open that too, bro. I got that. Yeah, it looks straight from Christine. Oh, no, this is ready to go. Oh, it's ready to go? It's It's open? Okay, perfect. It's been punctured. That is an appropriate amount. I'm also a little worried about that being (laughs) open. Do you think that t- cap was secure enough? Uh, Seriously, because you're the first one that just opened it. You're, you're positive about that. Because this has been poked open, no doubt. It had been poked open? Yeah. Then I had, I've had. i definitely had some of okay. it. Okay. I just don't remember <laughs> having some of it. I'm like, dude, are you sure? Also, bro, I hit Gristides today. Uh-huh. Got three pretty big fruit cups. I need to chill with the fruit cups. Those things are like $8 each. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I want to get some fruit, you know, stay on, under budget. And I've had... Two out of the three that are eight dollars each. Okay, how was it? No, this is this is actually it's decent. It's decent. Yeah, it's pretty similar to if I were just drinking a normal milk. I feel I feel sure normal milk from a a baby calf. Correct. Mm. Like like I just took the soy's udder myself and sucked (laughs) it right out. That's how I feel. West soy, not an ad. So this this could be good soy milk. It's decent soy milk. I mean, Silk is another brand. But yeah, West yeah. Soy, I feel like more so, is like an underground brand. <laughs> like um, this, this is on the bottom shelf yeah. for, for soy milks. I, I need my creamy milk when I'm having my nighttime cereal, which is most nights. But other than nighttime that, I can toss some of this cereal. In. I like to end the day the way I begin it, or would theoretically begin it, which is breakfast foods after 8 p.m. and breakfast foods before noon. So I'm pretty much breakfast unless it's the afternoon or dinner. Yeah. All right. That's odd, but I think that could go well. It, like, it would put you to sleep. You know, Bookend with your, breakfast. Like, nice. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, dude, let's get to this email. I didn't, okay. even, know, I didn't even know we had an email. This is, this is a good one, and I think it's going to be relevant to a lot of people. Um, this is about first date etiquette. I don't know how I didn't see this, by the way. Guys, send in your emails, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. I'm Peter Moran on IG. Seriously, we want to hear from you guys. We're getting, 
I guess like one or two an episode now yeah, and pretty we're picking much, the best one. Pretty much most of the emails that have been sent in we've read. Okay. Um, and, and if not, we'll probably get to them still. So, yes. so send them in and we will read them like yes. 90% chance. And that might not be the case in a few months. Maybe you're going to get lost in the muddle then. So yeah. you, got, you got a burning question. Send us in. And even if we don't get to it on air, I'll probably shoot you a DM or respond to the email and Hell see what yeah. I think. Some gentlemanly ass ish dude yeah. also i like your shirt by the way what does that say seniors class of 2016 yeah is that weird to, to rock like a well i don't know is that from college yeah like it's from college is that? it's okay. from 2016 right yeah. it's not that specific though it just says seniors class of 2016 <laughs> yeah. like you bought it at urban outfitters it's like a good shirt but it it's is. embarrassing to be like seniors we right, rock right, right. yeah right. <laughs> screw you freshman it's like i'm a grown man right, i have right, a job right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, go ahead. Read this. Read this email. Let's get into it. Okay. First aid etiquette. Guy obliged and gave us some details. He's 28 years old from mm-hmm. Chicago. 28. Uh, sorry, you're 20. 28. Okay. Uh, this is a man. He says you're meeting for drinks um, with a woman. Yeah. How should I pace as a man? We're talking first date situations. It's not one or two drinks. I'm a 255. I'm a 250 pound man. So uh-huh. this is a little extreme, but I know like as a 200 pound guy, 190 pound guy, uh, it applies. I'm probably going to have a higher tolerance than a woman I go out with. And he says, what is the etiquette for pacing? I don't want to show up hammered and be an asshole, but I also don't want to like have three or four drinks. They're kind of drunk and I'm not at all and be creepy in that way. So what is the correct way of pacing to where you're not like you're on similar wavelengths? Basically, This, this is an interesting question because I've always kind of thought about this before a first date. One, I want to address you. Re- you really 190 pounds. We got to get you back on the scale. I don't yeah, think, I'm a, I'm I don't a bucket that much. Yeah, no, I popped on recently. Interesting. Yeah, thick thighs. All right. <laughs> okay, dude. So um, I think going back to taking a shot before the first date could be a good move. Just taking that first initial 1.5 milliliter shot. Yeah. Or is it 1.5 ounces? I don't even know. 1.5 something. Whatever a shot is, you guys yeah. can look it up. I think it's ounces. OZ. Um, taking that first shot, seeing how you feel. And if you are that big of a man, um, maybe two shots before the first date. But I think on the on the date, you kind of kind of got to stay in the realm of having the same amount of drinks as your yeah as your partner or uh, person you're going on a date with. Also, this goes for this goes for girls too. You know, like you got to kind of know what your tolerance is beforehand, mm-hmm. and then take that one or two shots before you go meet someone for a drink. Right. Well, that's yeah. It's a it's a tough thing. I like you don't want to show up. Drunk Waste to no. someone who's who's sober. Who's yeah, who's sober. We'll put that in quotes. Yeah. And you don't want but but if I were to go say we start from scratch and I go have four drinks with a woman, I'm probably hardly phased at all and she's probably like fairly On tipsy. The floor, yes. Like like she's feeling it and I don't I it's not cool for me to put you in that situation where like, hey, you got drunk and I'm just sitting here watching you kind of right. like that's a weird thing to do. Um the last first date I was on I had several I had several drinks prior just for a different thing. Prior. Several drinks prior, but it was over a longer period of time. I came in a little bit hot. I'm okay. It worked out fine. But I ordered some I'll usually start I'll order a double and I'll I, I oh like to address really? that. I'll usually start I'm not trying to get hammered, whatever. We might right. have two <laughs> four dr- but like I want a little bit of a head start to win because it's not gonna hit me until I get to like four or five, right? Right, right, right. And she's probably feeling something after two. Sure. And I think we should at least get to like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit loose at the same point. And if after that, it's you can't perfectly balance it. I'm trying. I'm keeping an eye on. I'm trying to stay where where she is. That's the best you can do uh, without being weird. 
sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I just call it out like, hey, you know, I'm going to order a double. I, I don't want to like, I have a pretty high tolerance. I don't want to match you drink for drink. It's also weird to say like, I have a pretty high tolerance without coming on like, I'm here to party. Yeah, like, I get <laughs> wasted. I think saying that in general, though, is pretty aggressive. Uh, I have a pretty high tolerance. I'll take a double. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of, yeah, I'll order like a, I'll order like a double and sometimes people like, oh, okay, we're partying or something. And sometimes I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about the double move, bro. <laughs> okay. I think it's a little sketchy. I think that you know before you go on the date. Kind of. Well, let's assume you kind of have a good idea. Good idea of what you're able to tolerate. Take those one or two shots initially, and then you have to match whoever you're with with the drinks. And mm-hmm. you also don't want the bill to get so out of control. That's true. If you're buying eight drinks eight times, I don't know, bro. How much are drinks these days? Twenty bucks. Yeah, so it's, it's like four hundred dollars. Eight times twenty. <laughs> eight times twenty. That's like. Four mil. Yeah. yeah, dude. And then you got the tip. It's just like not worth it to spend that much. You're wasted, chances are. And then <laughs> your your significant other, partner, whoever you're with, the person you're on your date, you're both wasted. I'd say pre-game the date, figure out how much you're comfortable drinking, and then match them on the date. Usually yeah. are from like my experience, like when I've gone on dates, maybe um, the girl that I'm with will have a third, but, like, very rarely. It's, like, yeah. it usually is, is, like, a sweet spot of two drinks. You know? that, and, like, that's, that's, that's an appropriate amount. Appropriate amount, appropriate time. Yeah, especially if you're not going to split the bill. I don't know. That's the other thing. Like, yeah, usually I'm paying, and we. Yeah. I don't want someone to be like, oh, can like, I even have one without being rude? Right, like, oh, he's having four drinks. I guess I'll have four drinks. Yeah, so I'll probably, yeah, I think it would probably be wise of me to, like, have three beforehand and then... At the two mark, we we drink two in the same time. We either wrap it up or I start to pick up the speed a little bit, and I'm going two to one at that point just uh, for the sake of not putting you in that situation. Wait, so you take three shots beforehand or have three, yeah, three drinks, drinks beforehand? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, that, like, I that would maybe be my pace before I kind of, like, slowed down on the drinking. Now, if I have, like, one or two shots beforehand, I'm, I'm really feeling if it. If I ripped I the get shots like the that, that would be <laughs> a little bit different. But if I, like... Over I I over a forty five minute period I have three drinks and then I walk ten minutes to the spot. Interesting. That would be yeah that would be normal for me. Um, because there's not you can go get coffee, but uh, pretty much you're in New York. The expectation is you go out for drinks. Not that you're going to get drunk, but that you're going to meet for drinks and you're going to pay for a decent cocktail or whatever. And yeah, I just don't want to be. I don't want to be abrasively drunk, but I also don't want to be like, hey, I'm just watching you get drunk. Yeah. I'm creepy as hell. Know your limits. Who did this come from? What was the name on this? 28-year-old uh, from where? Louis. Yeah. My guy, Louis, 28 from, I don't even, we don't even know. It doesn't even say where he's from here. It's from Chicago. From Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Louis from Chicago. Know your limits. If you're a big guy, you know how many shots you can take before the date, but you really kind of kind of stay with your... Stay with your partner here. Like it's it's just it's uncomfortable if if somebody's six deep and then the other is two deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Find find someone that can find uh, a happy medium. Yeah. So yeah. Peter, I'm so happy that you tried this soy milk. Hopefully, you'll put soy milk in your coffee from now on. It'll happen no? sometimes. It'll happen sometimes when I offer yeah. you the West soy. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah. that was a great email. Thank you, Louis. So, Peter, before we wrap it up here, episode 84, we're back in the studio for good. I am pumped up. We've got so many things to talk about over these next 100 years. Uh, wh- what, do you, what do you got to say to everyone? Go Bills. We got the Go dub. Go Bills. Oh, my gosh. Yes, being a, um, a Buffalo boy. Congratulations yeah. on that. First uh, playoff victory in 25 years. We got the dub. It's on to the next one. That's and, great. Uh, 
Yeah, shout out to the hometown. Let's get this next one. And we were texting a little bit about your quarterback, Josh Allen, who I thought was a very good-looking man. An attractive QB. What more can you ask yes. for? Uh, dude, I mean, it, it seems that all the best QBs are just really hot. Yeah, confidence <laughs> is key, baby. <laughs> Tom Brady. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Email us, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. That was 84. Um, hit Mr. Peter up on IG. I'm Peter Moran. I'm yes, Peter sir. Moran on everything, correct? Yes, sir. Find me. Can't miss him. Guys, a big personality on Twitter and a big personality here in the studio. Thank you so much. We will see you guys, and uh, you'll hear us on episode 85. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs>